0: Everywhere around America, there's goodness happening in small towns in villages, communities from coast to coast. The American people are not the sum of America's politics. We are not derivative of the political parties or their leadership. It is hard to overstate how broken American politics is, how corrupt it has become and what it means for the future of the country. American politics, such as it stands in 2023, is the singularly greatest marker of decay, suggesting that the American republic is rotting, that it's sick, that it's falling apart. Certainly, it is the case that the defining issue of this moment of time is the complete an absolute eradication of trust between the American people and so many of the most important institutions of the country. They aren't just political institutions. They include the news media, the Catholic Church, and many, many others. Institutions that shattered the bonds of affection and trust that were durable lifelong, and intergenerational because of misconduct. Perspective matters in all things in life. A 20-year-old sees the world very differently, as they should from a 40-year-old, who sees it differently than a 60-year-old, and no doubt sees it differently than an 80-year-old or somebody who reaches their 100th year. It seems impossible to imagine, just a few short years ago, the world lived in a moment where nobody had ever seen a picture of the Earth set against the blackness of space. In 1946, this picture, a very grainy image showing the curvature of the Earth from a camera strapped atop a captured German V-2 rocket, In 1968, Bill Anders took this picture. It captures the Earth set against the blackness of space. It captivated the imagination of every human being on the planet who saw it. It's the most famous photograph in human history. And it's astonishing. Think about the aperture, the lens. The people who took it are looking back at our planet, separated from it, in a small capsule manufactured in the United States of America, coming around the far side of the moon 53 years ago. It is an astonishing achievement for science, but also the spirituality of the human being and the human race. To be able to see, at the end, our common humanity and our common interest through a single photograph of our shared home. Fast forward to 2023. These are pictures from the Webb telescope. It has claimed to be the most advanced scientific instrument ever conceived and built by the imagination of mankind. It works in outer space, and what these pictures are, in essence, are a glimpse at the beginning of time. They are astounding images. What they speak to is the creation itself, the moment where the universe began. Imponderable questions. These questions, are we alone in the universe? that seem to dominate on the periphery of our politics in this divided moment are existential ones. And they're worth pondering, thinking about, the beginning of time, the beginning of humanity. Our existence as human beings has taken place in a proverbial blink of an eye. Contemporaneous to these images of exploration that show an evolution of understanding about our planet from that first black and white grainy image, offering the perspective of a small slice to the ability to appreciate the beauty of the earth as a whole, to the ability to look outwards, to the beginning, to the beginning of creation. All of these images and all of these advances that have given us a greater understanding of the existential, the spiritual, that help us ponder the beginning of civilization and history and life itself, take place at a time where humanity also developed the capacity To extinct itself. The same technologies, the same vision, the same genius that unleashed these spectacular photographs also unleashed these terrible weapons and the capacity to deliver them anywhere on earth. There's a new movie, Oppenheimer. It's getting a lot of attention. It deserves it. I encourage you to watch it. It is a profound experience sitting in a movie theater witnessing the recreation of the dawn of the atomic age, the era that we have lived in all of our lives, where it is at man's discretion whether the human race survives. It is man's discretion whether the button gets pushed or not. This is what the Trinity explosion looked like that began that age 78 years ago. And these are the explosions of the hydrogen-based weapons, that followed, the super bombs. The most powerful explosions recorded in all of human history. Explosions that have the ability to destroy in a flash and in an instant all that human civilization has ever created. The ability to turn the pyramids that have survived for 5,000 years to dust, to disappear the Colosseum, all of man's collective accomplishments, the great art, the great music. Thank you for listening to my political commentary. If you like what you heard today, please also consider subscribing to The Warning daily newsletter on Substack. Our democracy hangs in the balance. The 2024 presidential election is the most consequential in America's history. It's not hyperbole. It's a fact. That is why the mission of The Warning with Steve Schmidt is to help readers orient to the currents that are shaping our times and the unseen forces driving politics that are very rarely discussed on cable news. Please sign up at Steve Schmidt, S T E V E S C H M I D T dot substack dot com. Again, Steve Schmidt dot substack dot com or at the link in the show notes section below. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening and watching. Mankind in the last 80 years, has developed the capacity to extinct itself. And that threat exists. It lingers. The people in American life who are charged with these weapons are not the scientists who created them. Nor are they the military officers who, if ordered to do so, would launch them. The American people give the responsibility for life and death to their politicians, to the men, and it has been men so far, who seek the presidency. Those are the people that are handed the launch codes, the launch codes to launch the weapons that have the capacity And every human life, and all of the achievements of human civilization. In a free society, the people decide who it is that will have that power. And who is it that the American people have decided? In the second decade of the 21st century, that should have that power of the gods. They decided in their infinite wisdom that it should be Donald John Trump, the reality television show host, a Queens hustler, a liar, a deviant, a man who cannot be trusted, not in any aspect of his life. He cannot keep his word, and he cannot tell the truth. And yet, he was made by a slim margin the commander-in-chief of the most potent military in the history of the world. And for four long years, during which he told 35,000 lies, Donald Trump desecrated his oath and divided the American people. He pitted them against each other and put them at each other's throats. When he lost the election and was repudiated, and what neutral observers understand is the least corrupt, cleanest, and most efficient election in American history, he began a crusade of lying that ended in criminal acts an insurrection against the peaceful transfer of power. His conduct wasn't just treacherous, it was treasonous. He was disloyal. He tried for his own sake and his own power to tear down the country, to ruin the greatest experiment in the history of human civilization About man's capacity to govern themselves in a society that is free, lawful, and pluralistic. What a disgrace. But the greater disgrace than Trump's misconduct is what happened around Trump the cowardice, the sycophancy, the accommodation to the worst person and the worst cause since the American Confederacy by people who decided it was more important for them to get ahead than to do the right thing. And there is no person who more fully represents this moment of sycophancy, of indulgence for the worst amongst us, than Kevin McCarthy. He is like a poisonous otter, the rush chairman of the Republican majority, a sycophant sycophant who will do anything at any moment for a vote to make himself in charge. There is nothing that Kevin McCarthy cares about other than the job he has. He is unfit at an intellectual level, at a moral level, for high government office. And yet, because of our broken politics, because of our broken system there, he sits. What is it that he's decided to do? Well, he seeks to nullify the impeachment votes made against Donald Trump that happened as a matter of reality. He seeks to erase them from history with an expungement vote that he has no authority to lead. He he seeks to do this to cover up the crimes of a man who extorted a foreign nation under grave threat that today is at war with the country that threatened it. How many lives were lost? because Donald Trump decided to extort Ukraine instead of helping it. History will render a harsh judgment on this matter. And then Donald Trump incited the insurrection, and he was impeached for that. And what Kevin McCarthy wants to do is to pretend those things didn't happen while leading an impeachment against Joe Biden. Again. These are the rancid people, the empty souls, the hollow men that the American people want to put in the direct line of responsibility for the handling of the most potent weapons that have ever been conceived at an age where machines can think. It is an astonishing revelation if it turns out to be true. That the American people, after nearly 250 years of freedom, would become so profoundly indifferent to their liberty and indeed their survival that they would willingly choose the worst people from amongst them out of 330 million, bleed them, because nobody in the society cares enough to maintain the society and to make it better, stronger for our descendants, for our children. We indeed have reached an astonishing moment. We are ignorant of the past, numb in the present, and visionless around our future. It's no way to run a country, but it's the direction we're headed in because the American people have tolerated it for too long. There's a concept that we should get used to again in America. It's very simple. Freedom is just a nonsense word without responsibility and obligation attached to it. The American people should remember that the next time Kevin McCarthy talks about impeaching President Biden for no reason whatsoever. The frivolous and small people who lead America's government deserve neither our respect or affection. They deserve our contempt because they've earned it with their smallness, with their dishonesty, and their malice. Whatever Joe Biden's failings, dishonor is not amongst them. The trumped-up charges leveled at him by Speaker McCarthy who has indulged the greatest era of corruption in American history and is in fact a part of it, is another appalling moment. It's a made up moment, a fiction. One more chapter in a book of character assassination on behalf of the worst president in American history who has inspired a cold civil war broken American society ignited the animosity of a country, for what purpose? To what end? Other than his ambition. What a sick era we live in. Shouldn't it be ended? Isn't it time? Imagine if we had a vote to do so. Oh, we do. Maybe we should think about using it. In 2024.